Hey guys, and welcome to The Root. Our aim is to reach college students so that they may be influenced by the Word of God. We want to provide a space where students can come to absorb authentic college insight and wisdom that is rooted by our knowledge of God's Word and by our own personal experiences. Come, join us here on The Root so that together we can engage on what it looks like to live out your faith on the college campus while being rooted in God's Word. Yo, what it do, baby? It's been a long time coming, honestly. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've been on. <sighs> but we're back. Ain't that right? We're back and we're better. We got two good mics. Last time we had one good mic and a great mic. Now we got two great mics. And we got a bigger table. And it's a granite countertop table because, you know, we bougie. Boy, boy got that discount <laughs> at Home Depot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, so hey, hey, Robbie, I, to get us started, I have something I wanna wanna ask you. All right, what's up? <laughs> um, so the Bible talks about Jesus um, traveling the earth, right? Well, I have to ask you know myself, well, what what car do you think Jesus would drive uh, around with his disciples? Mm-hmm. Uh, BMW. No. They drew. They drove around in one accord. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Oh my uh, wait, gosh! Wait, wait, wait. Oh wait, brother! Wait, wait, wait. wait dude. What? Do you need an arc? Because I know a guy. <laughs> Let's go. That's tough. Oh my gosh! Okay, hold on. I got one. I got one. Okay. Um. <laughs> What kind of person was Boaz before he got married? Tell me. Ruthless. <laughs> Ruthless. Ruthless. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's just like the epitome of dad. <laughs> dad jokes. Which I feel like fits our personality. Speaking of jokes, who was who the greatest comedian in the Bible? Who? Mm. Who? Samson, he brought the house down. <laughs> free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke. Uh, Samson, <laughs> that hair, that hair gets to him, man. I'm oh my you. gosh! Hey, but I, I, I saw one, um, and shout out to, uh, to to Natalie and um, and Chandler and uh, Jonah and Rod and Tyler, all the all the the tennis players out there. But where is the first tennis match mentioned in the Bible? Jerusalem? No, bro. When Joseph served in Pharaoh's court. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long long laugh. That's a long laugh. (laughs) Anyways, anyways. (laughs) What a way to start off the podcast, right? A little dad joke action. Nothing gets better than that. (laughs) All right. So time to get serious. But anyways, we're going to be talking about... Uh, the topic of prayer, man, what a what an honor um, it is to have that sort of intimacy with uh, with our God, um, you know. And so, man, Robbie, what is uh, what's one verse that kind of stands out to you when um, when thinking about like, man, what should what should prayer look like? Or um, yeah, 
So me personally, I think First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, it's pretty short. It's only two words, or it's three, actually. Whoops. Uh, pray, pray without ceasing. And so I think that's kind of a good foundation um, in which a bunch of other prayer verses um, kind of root out of, branch out of. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we should continue to be dependent on the Lord. And I think through his word and through prayer, um, are two, in my opinion, essential ways uh, to do that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Bobby? Yeah, man. Um, I think about, you know, what that term ceasing means and means like to stop, right? Mm. Um, so it's saying don't stop. Um, and I think of a situation in which, you know, Christ was kind of put on display where he could have stopped praying to the God, where he felt distant or separated from God, and that was on the cross. Right. He looked, he, he literally, <laughs> as he's on the cross, man, like, was like, man, not my will, but your will be done. Mm. And so, um, particularly, there's a verse or a passage um, in John 12, uh, 27 through 28. And here, um, this is Jesus in his last words before the, the public uh, prior to his crucifixion. But if you notice what he says, it, um, he realizes the significance of like the hour in which he's in. And he says, now my heart is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason. I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice from the, uh, came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. I was like, boy, like, this man literally getting crucified, but yet his intimacy with God is still strong. Right. Like it's, it's unwavering. Right. And yet he's put in a, in a place, let alone a public place of persecution uh, and oppression. But yet his, his relationship with God, the father is still solid. Right. It's not ceasing. Right. So. Yeah. And that's a great point. I think, this could be a whole other podcast just about like the deity of Christ. But I mean, one counter or one objection that people who doubt that Jesus is God, um, they'll say, oh, well, if Jesus was God, then why does he pray to God? Like, why would God pray to himself? But um, again, that could be a whole other, a whole other podcast. Um, but, you know, Jesus really exemplifies um, our relationship with God and the Father. And so... I mean, he, you see throughout the Gospels, uh, Jesus going to quiet places, um, you know, by himself and praying to mm. the Father. Um, and he just models that prayer life for us, right? We're Christians, we're little Christs. And mm -hmm. so uh, we seek to conform to the image of Christ. And so um, you see that example mm. uh, throughout the Gospels and stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, you had talked about how he, you know, he goes and prays alone. And particularly I think about... Um, uh, where the Bible talks about how Jesus rose early in the morning before the sun rose uh, to go in solitude, to just be in intimacy and um, just be alone with God, right? And the way he, he did that was through prayer. And man, that really just shows the extreme significance of our vertical relationship with, with God. Um and, you know, one, you know, that includes getting in his word and seeking his will through his word, but also seeking him in prayer, asking him to reveal himself um, to us, um, to bring healing, to bring peace, you know, whatever it may be that you're asking for. 
Um, but speaking of asking, like every, every ask has a motive, right? So what do you think the motive is for, um, for your prayers to, to be answered? So biblically, I feel like it should align with God's will, but I think, I don't know. I mean, I could kind of ask a question in response to that question, right? Like we're kind of talking about a strong prayer life, right? And so I guess in your experience, Mavi, you know, after coming to Christ, what did your prayer life look like? Because for me, it's like I definitely did not, I learned, right? We learn and uh, we continue to be sanctified. But I feel like before I was like, God, I pray for good grades and I pray for, um, you know, that you know, thanks for another day. You yeah, know, and a very simple prayer. Right. Or sometimes things that, you know, looking back on it, we're not aligning to God's will, like, um, like prosperity things, you know what I mean? Um, for mm-hmm. like self-serving prayers rather than kind of like what you said with Jesus, right? He says, you know, not my will, but your will be done mm. praying to the father. And mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, in my experience, I don't know about you, I guess you can expound upon that, but you know, I was naive, I guess. Yeah. And I think, I think, um, oftentimes we can, you know, and it's okay to ask for, for those things. Like, don't, don't think that we're sitting here saying that it's not okay to be asking for those things or to ask for the little things and only to ask big. Right. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I also will say that, man, God wants you to ask big. Like he wants you to pray big. He wants you to recognize that he is the God of the universe and he can make whatever he wants to happen, happen. Like he created the, the earth, the heavens, um, and everything that this earth is made up of. And so, man, if he can speak that into existence, who's to say he can't speak peace, love, patience, um, kindness, forgiveness, any of the fruits of the spirit, let alone any of these minuscule things that we often see as significant in our life, like good grades or a car, a home, like um, in comparison to, to like like heavenly things. And, you know, those are minuscule, but man, he's capable of doing it. But I think ultimately the motive in which we should be praying with um, kind of goes back to like the the example in which Jesus gave us, right? Um, even in your passage and, and my passage in John 12, um, it's like, man, the, the concern that Christ had in his prayer was not that he would be glorified, but that God would be glorified. Mm. And so if our heart is not in a posture of which we are seeking to glorify God, the, the, the probability of him fulfilling that, that, that prayer is probably slim to none. <laughs> he may be gracious and merciful and give it to you anyways because he may have a better plan. But I think ultimately what he wants is to be glorified because he deserves to be glorified, right? Mm. But, um, man, if, you, if we come to God and we pray that he would be glorified in, a, in, a, in that kind of posture and whatever we're asking, whether it's small or big, it's like, man, it's probably more more possible that it God's going to grant it. Um, and you know, the only person that really knows your motives are you uh, and God himself. And even sometimes we don't even know our own motives. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> sometimes we feel like we're, we're asking from the right heart, but we could totally mm-hmm. be asking from, from one of like a selfish nature, um, trying to receive something, um, 
you know, so rather than giving the glory to God, but yeah. Right. No, that's a great point. And I think a verse that's always, or has confused me in the past rather is John 14 verse 13. And Jesus is preaching to a crowd and he says, you know, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. Mm. And so I'm like, whatever I ask in Jesus' name. You know how you end prayers like, in Jesus' name. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, and so. And that's often overlooked. Like that, that that little phrase at the very end of that prayer, in Jesus' name. It's like we forget about the significance of that. So I think it's super, super interesting, even as we talk about it. Like I'm, I'm kind of like taken back and convicted about that. So, Yeah, and I think, you know, essentially it's praying in a way that's consistent with, his character and his will, right? And also coming to God in the authority of Jesus because he is our mediator um, with God, you know? Mm. And so I think it that foundation of Jesus Christ and the gospel, I think helps to align our prayer um, because it's something that we don't deserve, mm. we haven't earned, um, but God being rich in mercy and being gracious towards us, you know, send his son to die for us. And so I think when you f- operate from that foundation of grace, I think that's whenever you more naturally, right? And again, we're human, so we still sin, but mm-hmm. that's when you more naturally kind of align to, to God's will and character. And I think that leads us to the word, you know, mm-hmm. and the more we're in the word, that is a plug to our second episode God's okay. Word. What um, do <laughs> you know what I mean? So these all kind of play together. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but yeah, that's huge. And so, um, you know, what's kind of crazy is that um, I had a recent church service, and it, it went over First Timothy chapter two, and there was it, it was based around prayer. And so, something that uh, David Marvin, he served with the porch at Watermark, he says. Without prayer, your relationship with God will not grow, and you forfeit one of the most significant ways to impact society. And that, that makes me think of what Mobby said with, you know, focusing on heavenly things. You know, like we may have small earthly things, like at least in the here and now, they may seem big now, mm-hmm. right? But, um, you know, the, the, earth, the, the heavenly prayer, you know, when Jesus says, pray like this, um, your kingdom come, your will be done, right? And so go to God and talk to him and the people of God prioritize prayer. But mm. I think a question that convicted me was if I were to take the sum total of my prayers, how many of those prayers would be about me mm. and how many about God saving someone else mm. and how many could you connect to a specific person? Right. Mm. And so it's like, you know, God wants God died. Jesus died rather. God sent Jesus to die for everyone. Right. And so it's like if we're always thinking about ourselves and like what God can do for us, like we should want others to be saved, right? And so, mm. you know, um, like we plant the seed, but God gives the growth. And we pray to God that, you know, he soften their hearts like God softened ours, you know? Yeah. yeah that's huge. That is. That's huge. Huge. <laughs> and, uh, okay, sorry, that's a Trump uh, impersonation. But, I mean, it also talked, it related to politics, right? So it's like, whether you're voting for Biden or for Trump, you know, have you ever prayed for those candidates? Mm, golly, you know, how did because, <laughs> because well, hear me out. I'm not sure if you guys have seen the social dilemma, but I mean, we're getting more and more polarized with our politics. Oh my gosh, so it's, it's ridiculous. So it's like, oh, Trump's going to hell. Biden's going to hell. You know what I mean? But it's like, have you ever prayed for them? 
That's tough because we're <laughs> That's so big tough. We're quick to criticize and slow to pray for. And so, you know, whether you like Trump, whether you like Biden or not, but all the people in either organization or administration, they're all made in the image of God and Jesus died for them, mm. you know? And so I think sometimes we can take a holier than thou approach mm. and it's like, man, we should pray. We should pray for them. If we may not be content with the situation, but we should be content and pray mm. for them. Yeah. That's big facts. Big facts, bro. Like I think oftentimes when we, you know, think about what we should be praying for, we think towards ourselves rather than towards others. And so I think it's a really good reminder to, it's like, man, <laughs> the Bible talks about you should keep your, your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm. And it's like, do that through prayer. It's like, man, you should be praying for them. Like asking God to do a work in their life, do a miracle, a divine miracle that changes their heart that in order for them to recognize their need for Christ, right? Their right. need for a relationship um, that is focused on glorifying God rather than glorifying self. Mm. And man, I just think of like, um, the many times where um, I have like prayed for selfish things because I wanted to, you know, succeed or have some sort of um, like high value or, or um, what's the word like, <laughs> like power or esteem, you know, right. Like self-esteem. Yeah. Self yeah. Like self-worth. Yeah. And my, what the, the problem with those prayers is that my identity was not rested in Christ. Mm. I don't know what it was. It was rested in people, right? Like, and so when I pray, yeah, I pray from a heart of selfishness, from my self desires, wanting to be someone that has no meaning really. Right. Right. And so, um, but yeah, man, I think, we, you know, we sit here and talk about, you know, motive, right. And the, what your motive should be uh, in your prayers and James four, three just confirms it. Right. It says clearly, it says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Mm. And it's just like, boy, like what the mess? Like God says you ask and you don't receive. It's like, what, what happened to you asking you do receive, right? <laughs> it's like, That's hold up, tough. let's take a, take a step back. It's like, well, the reason you don't receive is because you're not asking it in God's name, right? right. In Jesus name. Amen. Not in Austin's name. Amen. Or mm. Robbie's name. Amen. No, it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Because it's only through Jesus that we can be reconciled to the Father. Mm. And so if we're not doing things to honor him, all we're doing is honoring self. And so our prayer should be a direct reflection of our heart. And if, if they're not, then they're probably a direct reflection of our self um, and our love for self rather than our love for God. Right. So no, that's huge. I think kind of sticking with that idea of having our motive um, being centered around Christ and, and what the Bible has to say, right? First um, Timothy 2, it's titled Pray for All People. Okay, and I think it relates with what Mavi says in, in the latter half. And it says, first of all, this is Paul writing. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people for kings and all who are in high positions, 
that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. This is key right here. Who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so hmm. recently I had a discussion about, it was about politics. I mean, obviously we're in an election season, and so mm-hmm. it's heated. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a few Christians in the room, and I just asked that question, like, have you guys prayed for Biden or Trump? Mm. And, you know, they were like, oh, that's a good point. And I um, <laughs> feel like so, a little convicted over there. So, huh? so keep in mind, right? So Paul wrote this letter, history lesson. Paul wrote this letter to a church, and at the time they were being greatly persecuted by the Romans. Okay, mm. And at the, I want to say at the time it was Nero who was... Um, I think that, yeah, I think that's right, yeah. And so, there, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard the story, but there was a fire that broke out in Rome, and Nero was a psychopath, um, killed some of his wives, I think, and did a bunch of terrible things. But anyways, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to blame the Christians um, because he didn't want to blame Roman citizens. And so, I mean, they did terrible things to the Christians, okay? They nailed them to crosses. They set them on fire. And when the day, like, waned, when the sun went down, they used those burning Christians as like evening lights. Okay. Um, Colosseum, all these terrible things. And then keep in mind, uh, Timothy got this letter from Paul and he's probably reading in the congregation. He probably reads that thing where it says, pray for all Kings. Okay. Timothy knew who the King was, who the emperor was. And he's like, you want us to pray for Nero, you know? And so, yes, like we're called to pray for those in authority. We're called to pray for those, all people. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just like, put some context behind it. Cause I think sometimes we can have that tunnel vision of like where we are right now. And I mean, just straight up like America is in our home, right? Um, regardless of who wins the election, Jesus is King, you know, mm. um, not Trump, not Biden, not third party. If by some odd chance <laughs> the third party gets elected, yeah, boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, just reemphasizing that point that God wants all people to be saved. And so I think that can probably help with some anxiety that you may be feeling, um, whether that you hear this before the election or after the election. You know, let's continue just to pray for all people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, will soften our hearts and, again, kind of clear that motive. Um, so, Mavi, do you have any idea as to, like, do you have a certain prayer model? Or, like, how do you pray? What's, what's your style? Yeah, Um so there's something that um, I was taught in uh, just uh, the person and the people who have discipled me. And um, some, some of you guys may have heard this before, um, but it's the axe prayer model. Like to chop a tree? Yeah, like to top, like <laughs> to top a tree. The axe? A-X-E? Yeah. <laughs> no, cuz. Oh, my bad, bro. Like axe, like the book of axe. Oh, got you. Say this. Like that's an axe. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yeah. So the A, <laughs> so stupid. The A stands for adoration. The C stands for confession. The T stands for thanksgiving. And the S stands for supplication. And so, man, the way I enter into a prayer is to, one, just give thanks to uh, to God and adore what he has done in my life, right? Adore what he has done in the lives of all people, for all people, Um then to just humbly and vulnerably and honestly confess sin, right? It's like, man, we should confess to our neighbors and our communities and um, to those um, you know around us who are also pursuing with Christ and even to those who aren't. Like, man, they could be powerful for someone who isn't following Christ for you to confess to them and be like, 
bro, like I suck at this. <laughs> and they could be like, man, I thought you were a Christian. You're like perfect, aren't you? And they're like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Um, but that to say, it's like, maybe we should most importantly confess our, our sin to God and ask him to, to do a work in us because it's through that prayer that God gives us his Holy Spirit to help, you know, sanctify us and continue to shape and mold us more into the image of Christ. You know, as soon as the day draws near, the Bible talks about. Um, and so we want to continue to pr- to pursue a deeper and more intimate relationship with Christ um, and with the Father um, through our confession, through our prayers. But, you know, ultimately, we also want to give thanksgiving. Like, man, we want to thank God for what he has done also um, in our lives and, and what he's going to do um, and just the many blessings that we often overlook, like even just waking up and providing breath in our lungs. Right. Right. Being able to see, right. Some people can't even see, man, like the blind. Like imagine that. Or some people can't hear. Some people can't speak. Some people can't walk. Like, man, what a blessing it is to have those certain things in our life. Mm. And we often overlook them because we just get so comfortable with life. Right. right? We're not focused on things that are above, but rather on things that are here on earth. Success, money, power, love, relationships, whatever it may be. And so, but yeah. and But lastly, you want to end it up with supplication. It's like, man, we want to ask God to continue to to multiply and provide and mm-hmm. um, supply us with uh, just the necessary needs and means to do what we're asking um, and and to be used by him. And so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I model my prayers. And I don't always do it. Sometimes it could just be a simple, like, man, driving down the road and, and something happens. With, or, your, with your eyes closed? No, I'm just kidding. Don't boy. Do not, do not do that. I'm a professional closed eyes driver, baby. <laughs> I'm a knee driver. It's man. <laughs> oh, but anyways, yeah. So, um, but it could just be like prayer. That's another thing, bro. Like prayer can be often over dramatized. Yeah, true. But you're not, you're not writing a letter to God. Mm-hmm. It's not like, um, dear baby Jesus, um, I'd like to, to thank you for this delicious taco bell. You know, <laughs> it's like, it could just be as simple as like, man, God, thank you for what you have done. Amen. You know, it could be, it could be, literally be that simple. There's no recipe or precise precision on how to properly pray. Right. Like there's, there's no, um, what's the word formula? There's no formula. Like all he asks is to pray without ceasing. Um, and so, yeah, man, that's just kind of, that's kind of where I sit with that. And I, I could go on a tangent, but <laughs> no, that's huge. I think like for me, I mean, if anyone ever sees me driving around and I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not talking to someone on the phone. Oh, you might be, I may be, but more likely than not, I'm praying. No, he's God. singing, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's also true. Um, bro, he jamming a Justin, Justin Bieber, OJ Biebs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I, sometimes sometimes it helps to speak it out loud um, while I'm driving. And, you know, sometimes I don't have the opportunity to do that at home. It's because people are hustling and bustling around the casa. Hustling. Secure the bag, baby. Secure the bag. Kobe! Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. So uh, hit him with the high note. No, not not today. I'm not warm yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the Acts prayer model. I mean it literally mirrors the heavenly prayer. You know, our Father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will mm. be done on earth as it is in heaven. You, I feel like made all the rest. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. Yes, sir. Hit, uh, what? Continue. <laughs> just as we, we <laughs> oh, just as you ever gave those who trespass against. And lead us not into temptation, but lead us from evil. Amen. Right. And so, I think <laughs> that was that, broken. I but think <laughs> that uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's the uh, the root version. Um, paraphrase. But I mean, I think that also aligns our motive, right? Because mm-hmm. that focuses on God first. And I think sometimes we can be very quick to just like go to prayer and be like, okay, God, help me out real quick. And like, there are some prayers in which you may genuinely feel that way. But um, I think placing God at the forefront and being thankful for what he's provided for us. And I think T for thankfulness, right? So like for A, adoration, I'm like, wow, like God, I just like really admire your your perfect love, your perfect righteousness, like your creation, you know, and then T, thankful. Typically I'll do like, you know, stuff that I'm thankful for in my life, you know, just like having the opportunity to even pray, mm-hmm. you know, and like living in a country mm-hmm. where, I can walk on my Bible and not be persecuted, you know? And again, like in first Timothy in that time period, like people would be persecuted and killed if they're a Christian. And it's like, I'm, I should be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I, I live in a society where I can freely be a Christian, you know? And so, um, so yeah, I mean, I do the same prayer model. Um, but again, we don't have to have our eyes closed with our hands together to, have God listen to us, you know, I think throughout the day, you can be walking to class and not say anything and just being like, wow, God, I'm really thankful for today. You know, I pray you just give me the strength um, through the Holy Spirit to just glorify you and um, to love others as you have loved me. And I think that's good to do, especially if you're about to have a tough conversation with someone, mm. uh, to go to God in prayer, mm. you know, and that's ask, huge. ask for discernment it Really is, and, uh, and guidance, you know, and, and I think that just exemplifies continual dependence Mm -hmm. on the Lord and not just sometimes it can be seen as a formality. And for me, uh, I like routine is very natural for me. Okay. And so Mm. I have to be wary that just because I'm doing it, just because I'm praying out loud, doesn't mean that I'm wanting to be like spiritually intimate with the Lord. Does that make sense? Mm. Like I can continue to read my Bible every day, but I have to remind myself that it's not just, reading it right it's like actual reading reading it like wanting to be in the word right mm-hmm. and absorb um because i mean that i'm not gonna get into that but i mean it's just like it's ink on a page okay so if someone were to throw my bible off i don't know burn my bible i'd be kind of sad because it's i'd have to buy a new one <laughs> and the budget's a little tight <laughs> but it's like that's not destroying like my relationship with the Lord. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, you can still just, have that intimacy right. even without exactly. this Bible. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I should read God's word, yeah. you know, but it's like a form of intimacy with, with God. It's just being, it's okay. So it's like being in attendance at class, right? Like you can be there physically, mm-hmm. but if you're not there mentally, like you're not absorbing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so the same principle with prayer and reading the word mm-hmm. is that you can be there mm. You know, but that's what I'm saying. I li- maybe you guys can relate, but I'm very, it's easy for me to do scheduling and routine. And so I have to be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be legalistic and be like, well, I prayed 10 times today. You know, um, if one guy prays in a really genuine way and he's like reaching out to the Lord, um, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think he's being spiritually intimate with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, because he's 
genuine and it's really heartfelt compared to me being pious like the Pharisees, you know, and mm. you see that all throughout the gospel. So, yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of like, even just wrap this back to the, the main point, I'm like, man, like praying, we should be praying with concern for God's glory mm. as our motive, um, not as our glory for our motive. And so, man, sometimes that can just be difficult to do sincerely. Sometimes we come across as selfish um, and that's okay. Like God's a a God of grace and a God of mercy. Um, And so, but that, that also to say, it's like, man, when we pray with a concern for God's glory as our motive, um, it's like sometimes the reality is uh, when we are, uh, when we are praying, God's not always going to answer um, that prayer with, uh, with like meeting that desire, like to that, for that desire to be met. And sometimes that would bring him more glory for it to not be answered. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially in those prayers, like we're praying selfishly. It's like, no, I'm not going to answer that cause it does not bring me glory. And it brings me more glory to, to not answer that prayer. Um, and so, um, but even as Robbie was touching on, it's like, man, sometimes our, um, our prayers can just be ordinary, Little things as in like, um, you know, just, man, thankful for, like, Robbie, like my life. It just, for for me, is you know, it's just like, bro, that could be something little in comparison to like, man, I'm thankful that my, you know, my mother um, is still with me, right? And um, I think Robbie can even share a little bit of his testimony and like what his, his prayer life looked like during just a rough period in his life and just real briefly. Um, yeah just kind of like, man, what does that intimacy look like with Christ in a, in a difficult situation in which you have been put through personally? Right, 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 right. That's huge. Um, kind of a verse that I clung to. Um, and I think the Psalms really exemplify just genuine prayer. And I think sometimes we can almost feel bad about being honest with God in prayer. Obviously, we should be reverent mm-hmm. because God is holy. But like God already knows what's on our hearts, you know? So I think sometimes I had been... Like keep that stiff upper lip and be like, oh God, like I'm so grateful for today. And like, mm-hmm. and like lying to him saying like, I'm so content and happy um, when I really wasn't and I was struggling to depend on him. And so um, it says, you know, in Philippians four, verse six to seven, it's like with prayer and supplication, with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so it's like, just raw genuine honest prayer um i just cried out to god you know mm. and it's again it's exemplified in um in the psalms but even even when jesus is on the cross i think it's i'm gonna butcher the hebrew but it's eli eli lemma sabachthani it's like my god my god why have you forsaken me and it's like i don't know i feel like it's almost taboo to say that or like have that mm. raw emotion with god but it's like that shows our dependence on him and so Man, whenever I was, whenever I just was like, man, I'm just going to pour out my heart in prayer. Like that's whenever I felt, um, I don't want to say like closest to God because then that just, that just gets problematic. Cause it's like, how do you, you know what I mean? But it's like, that's when I felt the peace of God and, mm. um, mm-hmm. just seeking a relationship and just really throwing myself, um, at the cross, you know, and it kind of like not my will, but your will be done, you know, mm. um, and so, yeah, I mean, that was a spark notes version. Yeah. Was, big uh, time. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, bro. 
I think even Robbie touched on this is when he was talking about, you know, it just kind of, like, it, it brings a peace about you. Right. When you seek the Lord in difficult situations, when you don't understand what he's doing, right? When he takes something away from you that's so precious, um, like a loved one. And, you know, it doesn't make sense, right? To us, it doesn't make sense. We're like, dude, why would you give me this this blessing and then take it away? And, you know, we can sit there and ponder that question for, for years, right? For the rest yeah. of our life. Yep. But what would that do if we did? Like, why? Like, I, I think it would bring us more, more hurt, more pain, and more suffering and cause us to, to behave and adopt a certain character or nature that is not healthy. Mm. And to just be vulnerable, right? be honest in your emotions and what you're feeling and crying out to God, just as David did, right? Mm. In the Psalms or um, even, <laughs> even, even uh, Jesus, as he weeps and asks that this cup be taken, right? But he says, not your will or not my will, but your will be, will be done. And man, that's so powerful. And I think the only person that can give us that clarity, to, that give us that peace when we sit there and ask that question is God himself. Mm. And the only way we can get that and receive that is if, if we ask in prayer. And so it just shows the significance and the power that prayer has in our life to, for God to, to use that as a means to provide his spirit to give us that comfort um, even when we don't know God's will in a, in a situation, it's like sometimes it's better that we don't know <laughs> because he, right. he has something better planned. Mm -hmm. So No, that, I think that's, that's huge, and I don't know what, where we're at in time, so Mavi, you can shut me up if need be. <laughs> no, but, we got plenty of time, bro. <laughs> but, I mean, in Job, right? And so um, I went through grief share after my mom passed away. It's a grief recovery ministry. That's, I mean, it's offered at a lot of churches, um, but I went through with my family and, I just saw how, you know, that curriculum, but also just reaching out towards God and depending on him, which that curriculum kind of encouraged a lot. It's, it was, it's Christ centered. Right. And so, um, I wanted to serve with them. And so now I serve as a co-facilitator, uh, at grief share at watermark Dallas. And one of the, they're called morning to joy devotionals. And one week it, it's called why, right. And so it kind of addresses that idea. And I think, you know, this is for college-aged adults, okay? And I think at least Western society, we're very why-based, right? And I think that's mm. a good thing, mm -hmm. you know? And, I mean, you could ask my parents, but as a kid, I was so stubborn. My mom would be like, go clean your room. I'd be like, why? And she'd be like, just because. I'd be like, why? That's totally why? me too. Why, why, why? <laughs> uh, always asking questions and always just wanting to know why. And so... Kind of like with what Mavi said, it's like Job asked why, and he mm -hmm. asked why a lot. And essentially what the, the core message from that devotional was, is like Job never fully knew why. You know, at the end of Job, Yahweh or the Lord comes and speaks to him and, and just kind of says all that he's done. You know, how he created all the earth, right? And so Job is humbled, and he's like, okay, I'm comfortable now or I think he was comfortable with not fully knowing why, okay? And in, in Isaiah 55, 
It says, for my thoughts are not your, are not your thoughts, neither are, my, are your ways my ways, declares the Lord, right? So it's like, we're the creation trying to understand the creator. And it's just like, that's never going to happen, okay? God is present in past, present, and future, and we're only present in the here and now. So I think that shouldn't deter us, though, from seeking um, God's, seeking to understand more of God's character and... Um, and we do that through the word. And I think sometimes we can be so overwhelmed with like, okay, well, I'll never fully know, right? So it's like, why even bother? But I think it's a good place to function out of like knowing that we'll never fully know, but that like we should strive to continue to know and to learn about God um, and his holiness and his perfect love that he has for us. And so that's just something that I struggled with, you know, just always asking why, Um couple years back i went to a new year's conference shout out campus outreach for hosting that (laughs) and there was a sermon or a mini series that i went to called how is god good in a world full of evil and suffering and so i mean it just Mm. that circles around that why question you know it's like why did god do this Mm. why does god allow terrible things to happen and i think that that can be a healthy question to ask Mm -hmm. but we have to kind of clear our foundation in which we function from if that Mm. makes sense yeah, kind of a big brain concept that I kind of laid down, but um, I try to condense it. But I, if anyone relates to that, um, I mean, just know that I can definitely relate. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And I just want to even offer ourselves up um, as a means of someone to talk to. If you're out there and you're listening, like man, and you're you are kind of um, going through some tough times and you don't understand why, like man, I think Robbie and I would 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 definitely love to just be ears to listen right um because we know whatever it is it's it's difficult and it's not easy um and you shouldn't do it alone Mm. um like there's a reason why we're called the body is because we're called to be together we're called to be in communion with each other worshiping god the one god um through our prayers and through our praises and you know together um you know, there's more, there's more power, right? And um, God is present when there is one, right? But the Bible talks about when there is two or more, you know, I am there with them. And it's like, man, we want to be those, those, those two people to, to be there with you and just help guide you through this and point you to Christ and hopefully just provide you some more peace and clarity if, if possible, but can't guarantee that. Um, right. And so. I, th- I think it's that idea of withness and not fixedness. Mm. I think that's, I mean, this is kind of stemming a little bit away from prayer, that concept of prayer or the the theme that we're talking about today. But it's like, this is just community 101. If, let's say Mobby is talking about like, I don't know, temptation of greed, right? Like he wants to accumulate a lot of money. Like if Mobby's telling me about a certain situation, I could in my brain be like, oh, I'm going to tell him 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation is overtaking, it's not common to man, right? But it's like, I'm not really listening. No, you're not, you're not empathizing. Like, right. I'm not rejoicing with those mm-hmm. who rejoice and weeping with those who weep. And so it's like just mm-hmm. that idea of fixedness and genuinely listening. Good listening is an act of love. Okay? Mm. That's it. That's a freaking tweet, baby. Tweet, tweet. Um, uh. But it's, I mean, I think it's so huge. And I, just to clarify, I think I was in, I am intimidated sometimes of like someone who's spent 20 years in ministry. Right. And it's like, sometimes I can go to them and be like, Hey, like 
can you give me some quick tips, mm-hmm. you know, and like how to get through this? And I think those, those people who are in ministry and are following after the Lord will lovingly be there with you, but mm-hmm. I think they'll continue to point you to God in mm-hmm. God's word, right. And, and in prayer. And so, um, that's, so that was just my little caveat on, on what Mavi said as well. Yeah. It's just that idea of being with each other and not fixing each other. It's not a self-help mm-hmm. program or it's not, Oh, here's my one secret quick fix to your grief process or to whatever yeah. you're struggling with. No formula. With. Right. Because it's, it's God that gives the growth. Mm. Right? It's not a self-made religion. It's not like, um, do one, two, three, four, and then you'll be set. It's mm-hmm. like, no, go to Jesus and rely on him and submit to him. And, um, through that, you will be made free from whatever, um, struggles you're kind of dealing with. So, yeah. 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 I think it's a good place to stop right there, man. Like that's it. Plain and simple. Go to God. Like go to God with, uh, a heart and a motive of wanting to glorify him and seek him and his wisdom and, and, and all his sovereignty and asking him to continue to, to sanctify you um, and sanctify the world, honestly. And so, yeah, as we enter into this space of um, democracy in our country, um, I challenge each and every one of you to not only be praying for oneself and to seek God in the midst of our election, but even be praying for our leaders um, and the people around you. Uh, who are also trying to decide, you know, what is best for this country and what is best for, um, yeah, the, 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 the people in the body of Christ, uh, as we move forward. And so, but, um, that's to say, Robbie, you got any, uh, last words? Yeah. Um, if you're driving and listening to this, do not, <laughs> do not close your eyes, but Mobby, I think it'd be awesome if she kind of closed this in prayer. Oh, um, on the what a do prayer. So, um, yeah. And then, I mean, that's my last thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Heavenly Father, man, we just, what a blessing it is to to be able to call you Father, um, to be able to look at you as the all-knowing, um, good, good Father, the loving Father, which entrusted his own son to us uh, out of mercy and grace um, and love in order that we may be reconciled uh, back to you. Um, even though we are undeserving of such an act, um, God, you still sought us and wanted a relationship with us. Um, and so, yeah, God, we just thank you for the way in which you continue to uh, draw us closer to you, um, the way you use people to continue to pour into your lives, um, the way you use your word um, and your spirit to continue to sanctify and, and change and mold us more into the image of your son, Jesus Christ, God. Um, and so I just ask for uh, healing and peace and comfort um, and wisdom and just this season and in our culture, God, as we come across different circumstances and um, situations in which uh, we may be, be presented with an opportunity to glorify you. And I pray that we would choose that um, rather than ourselves. And so, God, I just pray that um, you would just give us the strength to do so um, and you continue to open our eyes and our hearts to, to hear um, you speak, um, not only through people, but through your word when it comes um, to making these decisions, God. And so, um, yeah, I pray that you bring uh, all of us closer and closer um, uh, as we continue to seek you, God. And I pray that you just continue to change hearts um, across the world. Um, And so, yeah, we just, we thank you for what it is you have done and continue to do. And we pray that you would just multiply um, your people across this earth. And so we pray this in all your sons, heavenly name. Amen. 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 Well, all right, guys. Well, that is it for the third episode of The Root uh, over the topic of prayer. So um, we hope to see you guys, uh, yeah, here soon.
Talk to you soon.